0: Just because you've heard something over and over again doesn't make it true. Just because diet advice has been repeated, even by experts, doesn't always make it good advice. If you really want change, you're gonna have to be willing to rethink some of your long-held beliefs about diet, nutrition, fitness, and weight loss. One of those things you're gonna have to be able to rethink is the idea of six small meals per day. Something you're probably doing right now. So we're going to dissect that today and tell you why it's probably something you're going to have to ditch. Let's go. Welcome back to the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, the place for women who are trying to do all the things and stay healthy, sane, and actually enjoy life in the process. Hey, I'm Tara, a trained therapist, a life coach, a nutrition coach, and a fitness instructor, and I'm on a mission to help you take back control of your mind, health, and life. Each week, I'll be cutting through the nonsense and getting real with you. I'll bring you the insight and information you need to take control of your weight and health. Find food freedom, and finally break free from the thoughts that are sabotaging you and holding you back. You, my friend, are powerful, and the world needs you to start showing up in a bigger way. It's time to get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's pop in those earbuds, tie up those shoes, let's walk and talk. Before we get going today, I want to make sure you head to TaraFallman.com, T-A-R-A-F-A-U-L-M-A-N-N.com and make sure you are on either subscribe to the podcast or on the newsletter mailing list. I've got some really exciting things that are going to be popping out here in the next couple months and I want to make sure that you are the first to know about them. Don't worry, I don't send a lot of emails, I don't spam you, but I want to make sure that you know about what's coming so that you can take part in it because it's going to be real limited and it's going to be real awesome. So head to TaraFallman.com forward slash podcast and subscribe to the podcast or forward slash coaching and get on that coaching reminder newsletter. All right. You guys, my health and wellness journey (laughs) among many things has taught me to be a skeptic I, at this point, question everything, especially quote-unquote conventional wisdom when it comes to health and wellness. We clearly, in this country, have an epidemic of overweight people, obesity, autoimmune conditions, preventable diseases in general. The leading causes of death in this country are preventable diseases, Yet somehow I'm the crazy one for questioning the conventional wisdom that has put us in this position. I think it's crazy to not question it. So sometimes I'm wrong, sometimes I'm right, but all the time I'm going to ask the questions, I'm going to seek the truth, and then I'm going to share it with you. So one of the things I started looking into and learning about was this idea that we're fed of the six small meals a day, eat every two to three hours. You've heard this advice for years from literally everyone, your doctor, your nutritionist, the Instagram guru, the trainer on TV, like literally everyone, trainer at your gym, everyone. You have been told this analogy, this analogy that to keep your metabolism running your metabolism is like a furnace. You gotta keep feeding the fire. You gotta keep it stoked. You gotta keep it burning. And the way you do that is to keep feeding the fire every two to three hours, right? The trouble is, <laughs> that is a terrible analogy for one, and it's also not at all how your body works. Like, just think logically for a second. Like, take away all the things you've heard and all the experty things that you've been told. Does it even make sense? That if you eat all day, you would lose weight? Like just <laughs> flat on its face, ask the question, does it make sense that if you ate food all day long, you're going to lose weight? No, it makes zero sense. Before now in history, has there ever been a time that humans ate all day? And has there ever been a time that we've been sicker or more overweight than we are right now? Correlation? I think so. I mean, think about earlier civilizations. They hunted, they gathered, and then they farmed, but they did not have food to eat all day long. They maybe got two meals a day if they were having a good day. This idea of eating all day long really started about in after the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. I mean, if you think about just in this country, in the early 70s, we had much less metabolic disorders in the 70s We were eating three square meals a day, right? We didn't snack. We didn't get cupcakes after a soccer game. We didn't, you know, we didn't eat all day. We had three square meals a day. If you're as old as me or older, you had parents that were saying things like, You can't have a snack, you'll spoil your dinner. So we didn't have a snack. We waited until dinner. I truly don't know why this idea of eating every two to three hours or six small meals a day, where it came from or why it has been so widely perpetuated. One of the reasons I don't understand it is because there is literally no scientific evidence that proves this to be beneficial to you. And when I say none, I mean none. I couldn't find one single study that showed that eating every two to three hours or six small meals a day was ideal for weight loss in any way. I could, however, find several studies that prove that it's not true and in fact can be very detrimental to your weight loss efforts. Studies have shown that six small meals a day gives you absolutely zero advantage to your metabolism, total calories burned, or overall weight loss. Let's say that one more time for the people in the back. Studies have shown that eating six small meals a day or every two to three hours gives you absolutely zero advantage to your metabolism, total calories burned, or overall weight loss. Period. It is not helping you in any way. And in fact, I'm going to talk to you about the ways that it's probably hurting. Because more than likely, it's going to make you feel more hungry and actually consume more calories than you need in a day. It's going to impair your ability to tap into the stored fat to burn And it actually just goes against the way your body is physically designed to work. Let's talk about that. What happens when we eat calorie energy? Calories in, right? Calorie is just another word for energy. Energy in in the form of some kind of food and or beverage. When you eat, it begins a cascade of chemical and hormonal responses in your body food into the stomach makes the stomach grow that starts a process of releasing insulin and several other hormones your blood sugar rises it kind of starts off all of these chemical processes and the digestion process those are the three main signals the insulin the stomach growth and the blood sugar that are signaling to your brain that you are satisfied and you can stop eating once the food starts digesting and gets into your intestines that calorie energy is being broken down and sent to all your cells, either for use or for storage. Your stomach shrinks back down, your insulin and blood sugar drop back down to their normal levels, and your brain will then start receiving signals that saying, hey, we could eat again, everything dropped back down, let's eat. If you are constantly putting calorie energy into your body, Your body doesn't have time for all of these hormonal processes to take place. This is why eating less frequent meals has shown overall to decrease hunger and increase satiety. Satiety just being feeling satisfied, feeling like you had enough. Eating less frequent meals has been shown overall to decrease hunger and increase satiety. Studies have shown that over the course of the day, those who eat less frequent but larger meals have overall lower blood sugar levels than those who eat several small meals. This is very important for those of you with blood sugar problems or if you have weight to lose because when your insulin levels are constantly elevated from this constant consumption of energy, your body's ability to burn fat is impaired. Basically, eating every two hours results in a constantly elevated blood sugar level and insulin level, which reduces your ability to burn that stored fat. Your body is designed to have a lower baseline blood sugar level that raises after you eat and then lowers back down to its baseline again. So when it's constantly elevated like that because it's constantly receiving food, it just goes into storage mode. Chronically elevated insulin creates higher percentage of storage as fat. Eating all day long creates chronically higher levels of insulin. Are, are we seeing the connection here? So when you're trying to lose weight, what you're actually trying to do is lose fat. You're not trying to lose bone mass. You're not trying to lose muscle mass. You're not trying to lose water weight because you'll gain that right back. When you say you're trying to lose weight, you are trying to lose fat. When you consume calorie energy your body at that moment decides how much of that calorie energy do I need to use right away and how much of that calorie energy can I store for later. When you eat more food energy than your body needs, it stores it and it stores it away in your fat. That's an amazing process. That literally has kept humans alive for centuries, our ability to store energy to access it later. I mean, if you really think about it, That is an amazing, miraculous thing that our body can do to keep us alive. And then later, if there's a shortage of food energy, there's no food coming in, we can tap in to those fat stores and release the energy stored within and use it. This process is what is called fat burning, right? So everyone who's trying to lose weight, everyone who's going to the gym to burn fat, this is what you're trying to do. You are trying to tap into those energy reserves that are stored in your fat. However, if you are constantly putting food energy into your body, your body never needs to tap into stored fat for energy, meaning you're never going to burn fat. AKA, you will not lose weight. So back to that analogy about stoking the fire, when you eat constantly during the day, every two hours, every six small meals a day, you're not actually stoking the fire, you are just smothering the fire with too much fuel. Effectively being able to tap into that stored fat and burn it is a pretty complex system. But essentially, it requires a couple real main things. Number one, you have to have no calories, no food energy coming in so that your body is forced to use stored energy. This is not the same as a calorie restriction diet. This would look more like fasting or not eating for a few hours. There is some really amazing science coming out about fasting that we will talk about, but I just want to throw that out there at you for right now. The other thing that we need on board is hormone balance. So again, that's that insulin balance, that blood sugar balance and the rest of your hormones. Those are required to be in balance so that you are able to tap into that stored fat and also not store more fat. And the third thing is being able to teach your body to not rely on carbs and glucose coming in for fuel, but but teaching your body that it can access that stored fat. Most of us almost all of us, are sugar burners. We require a constant stream of glucose coming into our body for energy. That's why we're eating all day. Because we are not efficient at tapping into those stored fat reserves. So we have to retrain our body. And there are some ways to do that uh, that I'm not going to get into today. But just know that being able to tap into that fat is... A intricate process and it requires a lot of steps and it requires probably a lot of changes in action and in thought. In addition, a recent study has shown that eating small, frequent meals dramatically increases liver and abdominal fat, contributing to fatty liver and obesity. This is related to the constantly raised blood sugar and resulting insulin sensitivity. So, six small meals a day, uh, eating every two to three hours is raising that blood sugar and keeping it raised, like we said, resulting in insulin insensitivity, resulting in that abdominal fat, that visceral fat, that's the real bad kind to have, and fatty liver. So back to that analogy again, we, the analogy says that if you feed, if you stoke the fire all day, if you stoke the metabolism all day, you're really revving up that metabolism. Well, we should probably talk about how your metabolism actually works. Your metabolism, most simply, is just the chemical process of how your cells use the calories, the energy from food, to carry out all of its cellular functions. So if the amount of calories in a day is the same, the timing of the intake of those calories doesn't really seem to matter too much overall in terms of calorie burn. So the rate that you use or store energy, that's your metabolic rate has much more to do with factors like age and gender and your muscle-to-fat ratio, the amount of physical activity, hormone functioning. It has a lot more to do with all those things than it does with meal timing. There's no biological reason why six meals would affect your metabolic rate differently than just eating food (laughs) at different times of the day. And it doesn't affect the rate at which calories are burned for energy. So, In other words, the number of meals you eat per day has little to no effect on total calories burnt in a day. Are we seeing the connection here? So it doesn't affect the number of calories burnt in a day, but eating six meals a day can affect how many calories you actually eat in a day. Studies have shown that six small meals will actually increase your hunger, leading you to eat more calories than you actually need. This is because your body is designed to eat until it feels satisfied. That's that satiety word again. Even if you intend to eat a small meal, chances are it'll be more calories than you intended because your body and your hormones and your brain all want you to eat until you're full. They, your body wants you to eat until you are satisfied. Trying to stop eating before your brain decides that you are satisfied requires a ton of willpower. And we know that biology is always going to beat willpower. What your body physiologically is telling you to do is always going to win over you white-knuckling through. Truly, you're setting yourself up for failure, (laughs) trying to eat these tiny little meals all day long. Lots of people think they're eating these small meals because that's the way that they are kind of reducing calorie intake during the day. Not understanding clearly that it's totally backfiring. And you know this is true because... If you've ever tried to eat those small meals, like, I'm only going to have half an apple and some peanut butter, that generally doesn't make you feel full. It doesn't make you feel satisfied. Certainly not as much as an actual meal would have made you feel. So I think I've shown pretty clearly that eating every two hours, eating all day long, eating these six small meals a day are not increasing the rate of calories burned in your metabolism. It actually is increasing the amount of fat your body is probably storing it's not helping you burn any extra fat it's really not helping you lose weight it's probably resulting in you eating more calories during the day and it's also contributing to metabolic syndrome by keeping your blood sugar and your, your blood sugar high all day and decreasing insulin sensitivity in your body so there really is no metabolic or physiological advantage to eating six small meals a day So what do we do instead? What is a better option for health and weight loss goals? Well, you probably won't be surprised to hear that you're gonna transition into eating larger, less frequent meals. This starts with ditching that snacking mentality. So whether you're eating six small meals or you're eating like say three meals plus snacks, you're gonna start getting rid of the snacks and just doing the three satisfying meals. You're going to eat those three well-balanced meals about every four to six hours. This allows your body plenty of time to complete its metabolic and hormonal processes and reach into your stored fat between meals if it needs to. Your body is perfectly capable and actually prefers to go those four to six hours without eating. If you're freaking out about that, I'm gonna tell you why, what's happening in your body, and I'm gonna tell you what to do about it. So if we're only eating three meals a day, what we eat for those meals becomes extremely important, doesn't it? So for example, if I go to McDonald's and I eat a burger and fries, that's a lot of calories that is not going to be satisfying to my body. It's very high in calories and it's very low in nutrients. So my blood sugar spikes, but my gut bacteria is saying like, oh, we didn't get what we need. You should probably keep eating even though I just ingested a ton of calories. So I'm going to keep feeling hungry and I'm going to store all those extra calories as fat and my blood sugar raised, which now it's going to crash. And then I'm going to be super hungry again in no time hangry even, if you will. Compare that to eating like a big chicken salad. If I have a chicken salad and it's full of lots of good veggies and some good protein from chicken and it's got some good fats in the dressing or maybe some avocados, my gut bacteria and my body are telling my brain, yeah, we got what we need. We got our calories. We got all of our nutrients. We got everything we need. You can stop eating and you probably don't need to eat again in a while because we'll just process all of this the way your body reacts is totally different. So in order to go longer between meals, those have to be good meals with all of your macronutrients and all of your micronutrients. Generally, I teach the plate method when it comes to making a meal. You're gonna have about half of your plate is gonna be in non-starchy vegetables. A quarter of your plate is a good protein source And then the other quarter of your plate is good fats, healthy fats with some starchy carbs and or fruit as tolerated. The amount of starchy carbs and fruit that people tolerate really is kind of a personal thing. Some people can eat a lot more starchy carbs. Some people eat a lot less and are better off that way. That's something that you have to play with. While you're eating that satisfying meal, You are going to do it slowly and you're going to do it intentionally so that your brain has time to receive the signals from your body that says, we're full, we're satisfied, you can stop eating now. But you have to eat slow enough. You scarf down that burger and in two seconds flat, your your brain has not registered that you are full yet, even though you just ate a ton of calories. So you're going to make this transition slowly over time because... Here's what's happening in your body right now. And here's what's happening in most of our bodies. And this is, for me, a personal issue too, because this is what happens in my body. And it's something that I'm currently really trying to overcome. So I'm going to tell you what I'm doing um, to do this. This will be an ongoing subject in the podcast, by the way. How to get Tara's body to burn stored body fat. (laughs) So the way most of us eat right now, we are glucose burners. We're sugar burners. Our body... Uh, requires a constant influx of glucose in order to function because we are not efficient at grabbing the stored calories in fat and using it. We have lost that ability a bit because we have this nonstop intake of calories, most of them from glucose, aka carbs, processed foods, starchy foods, So if the thought of going four to six hours without eating for you is like there's no possible way, here's the reason. You are a sugar burner and your body right now requires you to keep giving it glucose in order to keep functioning because it is not accessing those stored fat cells. Over time, you're going to make this transition. If you try to make it too fast you're going to get hangry. If you decide, I'm just not going to eat for a few hours, you're going to get hangry. You can only do that. You can only not eat for four to six hours if the meal that you just had was fully satisfying with enough protein and enough slow carbs and enough veggies and enough nutrients and enough fat. If it was a good meal, you'll be able to make it. If it was not a good meal, you'll get hungry in less than four to six hours. You'll notice that. If you get hangry, it's because your blood sugar has completely tanked. That means your blood sugar is not balanced. Instead of just going up when you eat and then back down to baseline, when you eat, it goes up and then it tanks down below baseline. That is when you get hangry. So being able to balance that blood sugar is going to be essential to this process. How do you balance your blood sugar? Well, you have to eat better food and you have to eat enough of it, (laughs) okay? That's pretty much the most simple way I could put that. Now, I want to be really clear that moving to three meals a day is not a calorie restriction program. You are eating until you're done eating, you are learning to listen to the signals that your body is giving you. This is a strategy to be able to understand and get clear signals from your body about its actual energy needs, about how to balance its blood sugar, about how to tap into those fat stores. You're kind of reteaching your body how to do this, but we have to get out of its way, right? We have to put stop putting all of these real strict calorie parameters around it, all these real strict um, eating parameters around it, We have to eat good food and we have to eat till we're full. And then we have to stop. The very best way to get healthy and to lose weight is to work with your body and not against it. All of these diets, all of these things that you've tried in the past are trying to manipulate your body into working a certain way, but it's not the way it wants to work forcing your body to function in ways that it wasn't designed to is only going to result in long-term frustration and failure. So instead, I want you to learn and understand how to work with your body. And that is what I want to teach you. And that is what I am nonstop learning for myself as well. As I learn, you learn. And as I grow, you get to grow too. And that's what I want to bring you in this podcast. It's what I want to bring you in the programs and the other things that I am creating right now that I'm very excited about. I want to bring you into that world because the more you understand about how your body works, the more you understand about how your mind works, and the more you understand about how they work together, the more successful you will be. And I want that so much for you. I want this to just be second nature. I want, don't want you to have to think about it anymore. I want you to just be that, right? So that's where we're going. I hope this was really helpful. I hope I was able to kind of give you a different perspective than what you may be getting from mainstream. And I hope I gave you a lot of food for thought, (laughs) pun intended. All right, my friends, until we talk again next time, be well. Hey, friend, thanks for being here. If you found value in today's episode, will you head over to iTunes, find the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, subscribe to the channel and leave a review? That would be so awesome. And I'd love to connect with you more and have you be part of the No Nonsense Tribe. So come on over and join the conversation at community.nononsensewellness.com. I'll see you there.